Hi everyone, welcome back to Table for One. Um, happy Saturday once again. Saturday morning recording time. But I actually quite like it. I think it's kind of become part of the routine. Especially now we're in lockdown and you know every day is kind of the same, so it's nice to have this to do on a Saturday morning to kind of change it up. But I would like to get into recording it earlier in the week so then I can just schedule it to be uploaded on Saturday. Anyhow, um, I hope everyone's had a good week. I know a lot of um, uni students and high school students, well, if you're in New Zealand, it's big exam crunch time. Um, so I hope everyone's doing well, that study's going well. You're managing to take some breaks, eat some good food, get outside because the weather's kind of been getting better at least in Auckland it's been so temperamental honestly it was like supposed to rain the whole day yesterday and didn't and then today it was forecast to rain and it's super sunny so honestly I don't trust the Apple weather app anymore um but even Met Service is just giving inaccurate forecasts but I guess that's global warming for us you know anyhow um so yeah obviously big exam crunch time what else has happened Halloween obviously I was talking about Halloween in my episode last week and okay not to completely go back about to go back on what I was saying but I think after I posted it obviously you know America and like the UK are like behind us in terms of time um and I kept seeing all of their costumes and like people going to Halloween parties there and I was like oh my god I actually do want to dress up in a Halloween costume but I don't know if that's a combination of I just want to dress up or go out or do anything out of the ordinary because we're still in lockdown or I actually do want to dress up as a Halloween costume but normally when Halloween comes around and like some of my friends are saying this it's always just a, a bad time of year like exam season assignment season it's just not quite the same it's not getting colder it's just getting warmer and like sticky and kind of gross anyway but yeah I actually do want it next year hopefully um we'll be more free and I can really live out my Halloween costume dreams I don't really know what I'd go as like if someone told me say I had a Halloween party tomorrow and I had to choose a costume I don't know I saw Claudia Saluski went as Bellatrix the string and I thought that was really good. I did like that. Um, I just don't know if I could pull it off. Like I feel like I'm not, okay, not that she's evil looking, but she's got that good sort of smoldering look. I don't think I could do that. Um, I don't know, maybe like, I feel like some sort of character. Um, mm, I don't know or a Disney princess maybe like Rapunzel from Tangled could be kind of cool could be good fun honestly I feel like going as Maeve from Sex Education would be great but she's not niche enough of a character like she doesn't have necessarily a costume she's just like wears kind of ulti goth clothes a little bit so it's not necessarily a costume. Um, it would need to be someone a bit more, like, costumey or, you know, dress-up fantasy-like, I think, to be a good Halloween costume. Anyway, um, so yeah, slightly 
I wouldn't say I've reversed my thoughts on Halloween. It's just taken... There's another aspect to it, you know? Um, anyway, what else has been happening this week? I've been doing lots of reading again because nothing else to do. I finished Where the Crawdads Sing. I think last episode I just started it. So I read it really quickly. I loved it. Like, probably one of my favorite books I've read this year. Um, and, you know, considering we're in the 11th month of the year, I think that says a lot. I just thought it was really well written it took me a little bit to get into I will say probably like the first 10-15% I was like no I'll keep reading but I wasn't gripped by it but the second half I really enjoyed um yeah it just I think Kaya is a really like she's not a character you necessarily see very often as a protagonist like she's kind of uh, on the outskirts and the social outcast and I feel like often she's would be the antagonist or like a secondary character but she very much is the protagonist in this um novel and I think that's really interesting and you see how she sort of grows as well and I also loved it just for the way that the author described because she lives in like the marshes of North Carolina is where it's set um the way the author just describes the like location the setting and the scenery it's just amazing like I felt like I was right there kind of thing um and it's got the murder mystery element to it I, it was just really good highly recommend um kind of remind me a little bit of oh maybe kind of like um oh my god what's it called It's kind of like a little bit like casual vacancy, but older. So it's not like in the modern day, but and a, a little bit more not ethereal, but casual vacancy is like very realistic. Um, modern fiction. Oh, there's another book. I just can't think of what it's called that it reminded me of. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I finished that. I'm reading what's it called uh, such a fun age by kylie reed which is the one um that was really popular i want to say last year during the like big worldwide lockdown i feel like i saw it everywhere and i was just talking to a friend about it this morning because i borrowed it off her um shout out to darlene if you're listening um thank you for letting me borrow and yeah we were just talking about how it's a really fast read like i'm already three quarters done and I started it probably two days ago and I I haven't been like sitting down for hours on end and reading it um but it's just not as deep or like kind of gritty like it's a really good book and I think it's important because um it is you know it does um center on like racism and um what's it called this this um intrinsic racism in society um, set in the states but applicable in New Zealand definitely and but it's told in a fictional way which I think is very um, digestible to a lot of people but it doesn't have sort of as much depth or kind of grit as I would like which makes it a really easy fun summer read don't get me wrong um, but you know something like Girl, Woman, Other I think similar messaging told in a different format and is almost more 
powerful because it is deeper but definitely worth a read like it's still enjoyable has quite a good storyline that keeps things moving fast so yeah um i nearly finished that i'm sure you'll hear an update next week um what have you been watching honestly nothing i watched the gentleman the that movie um about like the london's weed trade with matthew mcconaughey and hugh grant and henry golding it was okay i really like it for all the roadman slang it's so funny they just i kept thinking like oh my god this must be so weird for them to act like this but i realize it's just how they actually would talk especially all like the people playing like the young kind of gang members um just so much slang i literally had subtitles on and it's a full english language movie um because i couldn't understand half of what they were saying but actually i i kind of got lost okay to be fair i watched it over like two setting sittings i'm really bad at also watching movies all in one go so maybe i kind of lost the plot or the storyline but i found it really hard to follow um and i didn't really understand what was going on but yeah like it was fine it was weird though i will say seeing henry golding in like a thug or like bad guy character role because i've only ever seen him before in crazy rich asians i know he's been in other stuff um i'm sure there's something else i've seen him in let me just google henry golding um oh yeah he was in last christmas i haven't i've seen some of that but not all of it um so yeah mainly crazy rich asians and obviously he's like this real gentleman this like um super lovely proper guy but in the gentleman he's kind of plays this like yeah i guess a kind of sly gang his character's name is dry eye which is obviously like a um pseudonym or whatever but it was just weird seeing him in that character role so yeah that was interesting um, watch it for the roadman slang and not much else to be honest um, which kind of disappoint- disappointed me because I think all three, Hugh Grant, Henry Golding um, Matthew McConaughey and there's other like a big actors in there as well, I just don't remember their names, I think they're all really good actors so I was kind of hoping for more maybe but also I mean I say this, I'm really not a film critic or have any knowledge on it so yeah that's just an interesting watch it's on netflix i think um but anyway apart from that that's pretty much all i've been doing yeah i decided actually to it's obviously november now um and most of you guys have probably heard of movember which typically is where um, men will grow a mustache and you basically get sponsored by you know family friends whoever um to grow one and the money goes towards this like fund called Movember they're like a foundation and they raise money for men's health so all areas like cancers mental health um just you know all the different things that um men are affected by but that aren't necessarily put in the spotlight so Movember is like a way of highlighting that in much of the same way that like I think it's May it's like breast cancer awareness month that kind of thing um but this year they're doing oh they might have done it for multiple years i'm actually not sure but they're doing a whole bunch of different sort of challenges and i'm part of a team that um we're all trying to individually run 
60k over the month so not in one go like you know just your total mileage of november is 60k um and getting like donations from um friends family whoever wants to donate for that um so yeah i think that's kind of just a cool challenge i have been wanting to get back into running a little bit more and i think i do well when there's sort of an external motivator um sort of challenge me to do it so that's the only other really new thing life clearly is pretty slow at the moment but yeah that's just lockdown and I'm sure before long you know summer jobs and that kind of thing will start up so anyhow well I should probably get on to the actual topic I wanted to talk about today which was or is habits um yeah everything about habits I think they're super interesting to think about and read about and just learn about and also actually really important um I think you know your habits is what actually builds your entire life in some ways or it dictates how you live your life I think a lot which obviously in turn will shape a lot of other things um yeah so I I just googled quickly what the actual definition of habit is and apparently the American Journal of Psychology defines a habit as a more or less fixed way of thinking, willing or feeling acquired through previous repetition of a mental experience. So basically they also say it's a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. So and I guess for many of us it would be we automatically wash our hands after we go to the bathroom, we brush our teeth when we wake up and before we go to sleep, you know, you turn off the light before you go to sleep, well, unless you fall asleep without turning the light off by accident, um, you know, lock the door when you leave the house, um, what else? I guess, you know, get in the car and put your seatbelt on, it's like these things that you literally will do without thinking about, um, I think for me, all of those things are probably big habits, as well as like, I sort of automatically will wake up and check my phone and then what, and then sort of straight after that, drink a whole lot of water and um, I'm in a quite a habit of having like, a lot of people get into sort of mealtime habits, so like my mom probably has the same breakfast every day, same breakfast with a cup of tea and reads the newspapers, like you know, routine, and she probably doesn't even think about it, I mean, she's obviously, you're aware you're doing it, but, um, I just think it's really interesting, because I, especially over lockdown, um, a lot of other structure kind of goes out the window, you know, I don't have a, I'm not going to a uni campus and sitting in a lecture theatre from sort of 11 to 12, or whatever time, I don't have a um, tutorial from this time. I'm not meeting a friend for lunch in between classes at this time and then returning home at X time, whatever. Um, And so sometimes the days just all kind of merge and blur together. And I think that's why habit and routine for me kind of come hand in hand because I think a series of habits is what makes up your routine. Um, And I have definitely have realized I feel better when I have a set series of habits that I do to make up a routine that makes me feel like I have 
you know, a regular or at least some part of the day, probably I think for me and probably a lot of people, the most important is like your mornings and then your evenings. Um, I have a lot of the same habits for more that I do every morning and then every evening as well. And that just sort of makes me feel much more normal and sane and like keeps me on the straight and narrow. And maybe it's partly a sort of want or need for control and a very type A personality thing. Um, but I do also think humans do well when we have some sort of structure, you know, it shouldn't be so rigid that there's not even any room to breathe kind of thing. But I do think forming and sticking to habits and having a little routine of a collection of habits can be really important. Um, and I keep seeing a lot of stuff about how you know, people will say, oh, I want to start doing this, but I don't know how to. I'm 100% the same, you know, for ages I've been like, I want to start getting up earlier and then I just won't. Or um, I want to do yoga for 30 days or a meditation for a month or whatever. Um, and you, you maybe do it once and then you're kind of like, oh, I can't be bothered. And people always say, how do you have the motivation? But I keep... Um, seeing things and I think they have a lot of weight to them that it's not actually the motivation that matters it's the commitment to something because the fact of the matter is habits become subconscious right so if you do something enough and you sort of just ingrain it into your routine or your everyday um, life and just you know it's just something you do every day before long it will just become subconscious and you won't have to think about doing it or necessarily put energy into deciding to do it and um that's where commitment is you know shows to be more important than motivation because if you're having to like every day just be like okay you know oh I don't feel like doing it today I don't feel like it today but whether whereas if you've said no I'm gonna do this for every day this week or every day for two weeks or every day for a month or a year um you're committed you've made that decision you don't have to make a decision every day of where whether or not to do it um and it probably before you know it will just become li literally like second nature um you know same you know like i was saying with brushing our teeth i don't think we wake up every morning and go oh god okay am i gonna brush my teeth am i not we just do it because we know we have to um and i think that ties into the whole like slow and steady wins the race like if you just gradually just start doing something and do it little by little every day you're probably more likely to sustain it and f find success with it whatever that looks like than if you trying to go out with a bang and do you know so much all at once um well I think that's at least what works for me um you know rather than being like right I'm going to start running every day and trying to go out for an hour long run um I might be like okay I'm going to try and run three times this week and do that for two weeks and then I'm going to up it to four or you know um but that's sometimes it doesn't work like that and I think that's where knowing yourself and what motivates you what works for you um whether you like you know reward or a challenge or being able to see progress um knowing all of those things is really important when making habits um and i've read a couple of books about habit formation purely out of interest um 
and there's also a bunch of podcasts I feel like I've listened to and you just I think I pick up sort of information through Instagram and YouTube videos and just over time seeing what works myself as well and like what doesn't um and a few of the sort of I think it's a few key points that came out of it which I will quickly sort of run through now but yeah I think one of the main ones and this was in um Gretchen Rubin so she's in New York Times best-selling author and I want to say journalist she's definitely a writer she has a couple of books and she's got a podcast but her probably her best-selling book is called The Happiness Project I'm not sure if anyone's heard of it but basically she embarks on this project to try and become happier and she finds that rather than just sort of throwing everything out the window and just being like right I'm gonna only gonna do things that bring me joy and you know letting every all the little mundane life tasks pile up she finds that if she actually gets them done that does bring her joy and a lot of the book centers around habit formation and she's actually then written another book called better than before which is specifically about habit formation and although I don't necessarily agree with everything she says she's quite a um sort of type stickler for rules like follows things to the t that kind of person and I think sometimes that's just too rigid for a lot of us but she does have some good points and one of them is her different types of people so I think she said basically some people are internally motivated some people are externally motivated and some people are rebellious so for example internal motivation is you want to prove to yourself you can do something you want to do it for yourself um, you set yourself the challenge you try and beat something you've done previously it's all very you know the motivation comes from within you externally motivated people are those who might embark on a challenge with a friend or as part of a group they someone might say to them oh I bet you can't do that and they go right I'm going to prove you wrong um it's you know all about the external motivation and then rebellious people are those who will almost I guess is in the name go against what someone or something or society is telling them to do and um you know they're probably I think rebellious people could be those sort of people who are as I'm sure many people have seen ironically um taking steps to look after their mental health like you know all over TikTok where people are ironically waking up at seven and going for their little daily walks um and it's almost mocking it but they're not doing it because society is telling them to but they're also not doing it because they necessarily want to it's like a strange sort of in between um yeah I think the rebellion one is really interesting and I think according to Gretchen Rubin the fewest people are um rebel rebels 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 that's the word um I'm definitely an externally motivated person I think it's why what was it like at the start of lockdown I had a challenge with a friend to try run 3k every day if I just said that to myself I can almost guarantee it would not have got done um you know and now with this I think with the podcast I'm like oh I've said to people I'm going to upload every week and I'm not forcing myself to do it I really enjoy doing this so now I'm like no I will upload every week it's there's people you know I've told I'm going to do it I have also decided to try and learn some more Chinese over the holidays, um, over the summer, to sort of try and, I guess, improve my ability and just keep up the practice. And 
I've got a friend who's also learning Chinese and we've said to each other, you know, okay, I'm going to try to learn X amount of words per day. Um, and I think those kind of things really help me. Like there's someone or something's holding me accountable. Um, so yeah, I think the first step is figuring out what kind of person you are when it comes to motivation and to kickstart the habit. Because obviously, as I said, you then have to just have that commitment. Um, and that leads into the next point. I think people say, you know, habits take a lifetime to form, but, you know, a second to break. Or is that trust? I can't remember. Maybe maybe they both apply. But um, I think quite a good rule is the sort of 30 days to a month challenge, which although, you know, you don't need a new week or a new month or a new year to start off a new goal or like, resolution although I don't like that word um but you know 30 days is generally a pretty good amount of time which is why so many people probably do start new habits at the start of every month or they try to and rather than being like you know starting this challenge that you feel like you should do or a lot of other people are doing if you don't actually want to do it firstly so that's another important part about motivation do you want to do it or do you feel like you should or you know, what's the motivation behind it? Do you think because, say, you want to work every day because you want to look better, but are you doing that for yourself? You know, what if you reframe that as, I want to feel stronger, or I want to um, be able to keep up with my friend on this run or the swim or something. Something that's not tied to, I think, appearance is really important with a lot of habits, especially if you're a young female growing up at the moment. Um... I really try to not tie my habits to anything aesthetic based because um, I just think that can be quite unhealthy or yeah and the motivation has to come from you wanting to do it as well I think um, some people do just want to challenge themselves and see if they can do something like you know yoga every day or um, meditate for half an hour by the end of the month or something and some people like really crave that challenge but whatever it is the motivation if you can say to yourself I'm going to do this for 30 days there's a much higher chance for it sticking than if you're like oh yeah I'll just try to do it every day and maybe you don't give yourself an end date or you say for a week and then you're probably quite likely to drop off after a week where's 30 days if you can get to 31 to, to, ugh, if you can get to 30 days you can probably keep going um, so I think that's a pretty good sort of way to start if you're wanting to form something. Two really important things that I've actually found have helped me is tacking a habit to another habit. So when I, probably last year I think it was, I started journaling and I know that sounds really cliche. Um, I honestly usually just use it as like a big brain dump space, but I found that I was having trouble sort of making it a regular thing and I wanted it to be a regular thing because it made me feel much better and it got a lot of thoughts especially like um if I was having really lots of anxious thoughts or just you know racing thoughts getting them out of my head and onto paper helped a lot and made me feel so much better so there was a genuine motivation apart from that you know, sort of not apart from but a motivation that wasn't oh I feel like I should do this because everyone journals um, that wasn't the main motivation for me. It was definitely, it made me feel better. It does make me feel better. I still do it. Um, and I just was 
getting frustrated because I felt like I couldn't fit it into the day or I didn't I'd go a couple of days and forget to do it so I eventually decided I would set my alarm five minutes earlier so not you know it's not like I was sitting a half an hour earlier you don't need a journal for half an hour um, mine's probably less than five minutes most days but yeah I set my alarm five minutes earlier and as soon as I woke up and you know I was saying before I often drink water first thing in the morning I would do my journaling in between that so I was tacking it to the habit of my drinking water which I already did and I was also creating a spe specific time for it which was first thing in the morning so those two things are really important so I don't know say it's maybe for a lot of people if it's say exercise related um okay I want to exercise more and let's say they automatically I don't know every morning they brush their teeth and say okay when I brush my teeth I'm going to get into my workout gear and that's already taking a step towards doing the workout or I know maybe every morning they sit outside with a cup of tea or coffee it's like okay I'm gonna do my workout and then make my cup of tea or coffee so it's you're tacking it to already existing habits and that just makes it so much easier to implement um and I found that worked really well for the journaling I've actually fallen off the train a little bit now um so I'm going to try use my own tips, my own advice to try and get back on it. Um, and I think that makes it also so much more manageable because you're not just th and manageable and practical. because You're not just throwing this sort of arbitrary phrase or goal out there. You're saying, OK, no, this is how I'm going to practically achieve it. This is when I'm going to do it, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that sort of also shows the importance of sometimes starting small. And again, this is not for everyone. Some people just need to sort of go all out. But starting small with, I don't know, first a one-minute meditation or a five-minute run or a ten-minute arm workout or, I don't know, the habit of, you know, you call your friend once a week or um, try and get outside for ten minutes a day or try and read for um, 15 minutes before you go to sleep there's so many different types of habits these are just I guess quite common ones but could also be you know you want to cook at home more so maybe you first try and cook um, all your dinners at home and then you might go to all your dinners and five lunches out of seven um, rather than being like right I'm going to cook all my meals at home or I'm going to call a friend every day this week or I'm going to read for 30 minutes or I'm going to run for 5k every day and for me especially if I just have these huge goals and I don't have sort of gradual steps to get there it just seems so unachievable and it's very daunting um but some people do they thrive off just throwing themselves in the deep end and that's another example of how knowing yourself and how you work is really important um and I think finally the, one of the other really important things is accountability so like I was saying I find external accountability very helpful so I will message my friend who I am studying Chinese with and say okay I'm going to do my you know daily words now not because I care if she knows but because I know I've told her so then I almost have to do it or um if I'm arranging to meet with friends for a run it's like I've made these plans with other people I can't just not go 
Um, and I think that's really important as well. I know some people use habit trackers for this and that's probably a more if you're internally motivated so you can see your progress. I personally don't like them. I think if I say I forget to fill them in, it feels like a chore and I don't know, it just feels like a lot there. But um, sometimes reminders can help if you say, again, if you have a certain time of day, you're trying to fit something in. Seeing a reminder on your phone can really help. Um, like when I first started taking my medications, I set a reminder and now it is just a habit to take it as soon as I wake up. Um, so that can also help. But yeah, some way of almost being able to, you know, check that off for the day or the week or however often you're doing it. Um, yeah I guess in conclusion or to sum up my favorite um essay words in summary to conclude overall anyway I'm gonna stop that is painful to think of writing an essay when I'm on holiday um I think yeah habits like so many other things are really individualistic um you know why are you why do you want to do the habit like what do you see yourself like maybe not getting out of it but what's the motivator um are you gonna track it or hold yourself accountable or check it off somehow and you know maybe tr try different things starting small um and gradually increasing or maybe you you are the sort of person who needs to start all at once but i think once you have these habits in place it honestly i think it can help you a, your life just runs so much more smoothly. I don't know, like say you're just in the habit of washing your dishes as soon as you finish cooking and then they're not piling up in the sink because you realize you're running late and have to go somewhere or you're in the habit of getting out of bed as soon as your alarm goes off and you're not sort of, you know, rushing out the door in the mornings or in the habit of making your lunch the night before. These things all help your life run so much more smoothly and will probably leave you with more time to actually you know do the things you want to or like relax because you're not always just sort of scrambling around and that's one of the reasons I definitely want to implement more some more very practical habits and I think also they can help you with achieving bigger goals like learning that new language you know achieving that um fitness goal like so you want to be able to lift x amount of kilograms or you want to be able to run this much distance or swim this far or you know walk to all these different places um they can help you with money definitely if you have you know savings habits or um just habits about making decisions when it comes to money um with your and you know those goal things although the habits might seem a bit mundane at times if you can actually see progress towards your goal most people that's a really big motivated to keep going and you won't just be motivated to keep going you'll have the habit ingrained in your like routine so much that it's doesn't require the decision and the effort to think about whether you're going to do it or not and I think that is probably one of the hurdles that people come up across most is I think they call it like decision fatigue or yeah just having to actually make the decision or really force yourself to go whereas if you're like there's no choice I've told myself or I've told I don't know my friend or I'm doing this for 30 days or whatever there's no choice like you're doing it um 
so yeah maybe try a few of us new things and you know like i was saying before that doesn't have to be a new month new week new day new year there's never a right or wrong time to start a new habit um and maybe breaking it down like this will make you realize that you can make a habit out of anything um obviously with that comes bad habits as well and if you're maybe trying to with a bad habit like I'm trying not to call my phone first thing in the morning so I'm trying to replace it instead with reading or um journaling or just getting up straight away and maybe I think the replacement like you know with obviously with people when they quit smoking a lot of them will replace it with um nicotine gum or vaping and I'm not saying like those are great as well but that replacement of the habit can help you stop what might have been an even worse habit um so yeah there's I think a lot to be said for habits um they you know I think the the that girl um trend maybe gives them a bit of a bad name but at their base they are I think really important tools to that you can use to your advantage in shaping the type of life you want to live really and how you want your days to look um so yeah maybe try start a new habit this week um try keep it up for a month maybe we'll do a monthly check-in i'm my i guess mine for the month are chinese every day run around run my 60k so i don't know how many runs that will be a week maybe four three four um and not go on my phone as soon as i wake up so if I remember, I will get back to you guys in a month and see how that's going. But, you know, for me, as just demonstrated, saying things out loud with other people sort of holding me accountable, it's, I think, helps a lot because um, I am, I think, externally motivated. So anyway, yeah, I will stop rambling. Um, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, remember, you can follow follow the podcast on Instagram at Table for One the Pod, just all one word. I'll pop that in the show notes as well. And yeah, I will. I was gonna say, see, you'll hear from me next week. Um, have a great week. Happy Saturday. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.